Hello everyone and welcome to the second episode of Look Within. Today's episode is extremely special for me because the guest I have with me today is someone who's played a huge role in uh, shaping my personality during my formative years. Uh, she's been a great guide and a mentor. She's someone I have looked up to and has constantly inspired me. Uh, she's the sole reason I fell in love with the subject of psychology. Uh, she taught us psychology in uh, high school and she's none other than Anushri Mehta. Welcome, ma'am. Thank you so much. That's such a touching introduction. Uh, Raksha was uh, my first batch at Eklavya and... Um, just as they were new to the subject, I was new to the field of education and um, they're my guinea pigs. I don't know how it all went, but I think they're doing just fine. Oh my God, let me tell you, I uh, you know, vividly remember this incident uh, that happened and I don't know if you remember, ma'am, but uh, the first day of school, I think I joined a couple of months later. I don't know if you recall. Yes, yes, you yeah. did. Uh, we had a summer school at that time. So yeah. I think you joined in June and we'd already done a couple of units. In exactly. Huh. So I remember joining a little late and by the time I joined, the first unit tests were uh, about yes. to begin. And I was like, and you know, the, they'd excuse me from writing it. And I told you, Ki, ma'am, I'm, you know, excused from it. So just, yeah whatever and you told me ki, no you can go and give a try just 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 give it your best shot you'll be able to do well and I thought agar, if it's not considered the marks are not considered then I might as well just write it and then I remember doing really well in the test and you came up to me and you told me that uh, see I told you it's fine you you did you aced it <laughs> and I think so like you mentioned right that it was your first year as well but you made such a huge impact in my life on the first day by pushing me to do it. So thank you. Thank you. No, thank you so much. I remember the unit test because um, it was in June, just a couple of days after you joined. Huh. And uh, the idea was to just see what the understanding of psychology is amongst these new children who have opted for it. And yeah. that's why I felt in my brief inter interactions with you, I was pretty convinced that you're going to be just fine. So... That's why I coaxed you. I was like, just give it. We'll see. Of course, you were assessed on it. But if I told you you're going to be assessed, you would have been very conscious. So oh. I saw the train of thought um, when you wrote your responses. And I I was not wrong. Oh, thank you so much. I It's very funny because I've realized now that I was assessed on it. I was told I would be assessed. Of course, it was, it was a unit test. Of course, it was assessed. Why would, you, why would we take a test without it being assessed? No, of course, it was assessed. And you did very well. I'm glad that I, I'm glad it worked out for the best. So yeah, that, that's Anushri ma'am for me. You know, she's someone who's constantly pushed me to do my best. And yes, thank you, ma'am, again for being here. And we're going to be talking about social media and mental health today. And um, I hope you guys... Uh, Take something back from this conversation. And yes, ma'am, uh, do tell me about what do you think are the uh, effects of social media on mental health? Okay, so I will start with the ill effects first because those are the ones that stand out amongst the other effects. The first ill effect that uh, I feel is uh, very jarring is um, anxiety and the resultant depression. Yes. What happens is that when we expose ourselves to social media we are looking at only one aspect of someone else's life now 
there's right. such an ocean out there about what someone is wearing, what someone is doing, what someone is eating, where someone is vacationing. You can upload any nuance of your life in a second. Now, right. how convenient is that? There, as a result, the problem is you are only seeing the the part that has been exposed to you. You don't see the other mm. things that are going on around. Correct. The problem begins when you begin to compare your current state mm. with that what is projected by someone else. Right? right. Now, for example, you have decided that you want to today stay at home, mm. read a book, watch TV. It's it's a weekend and it's a mm. Saturday night. Yeah. You, when you do this, you feel like, okay, let me scroll a little bit on Instagram or Facebook, whatever. Yeah. And then I will do what I want to do. Correct. In that scrolling, you see a friend or you see a couple of friends mm. who have gone out to a restaurant to eat or who've taken like a short getaway um, mm. holiday somewhere close by, you know, drivable distance. Suddenly, you start feeling like, oh my God. My huh. life is not as exciting as theirs is. Correct. So yes. that's when comparison begins. That's mm. when you start feeling that you're not doing enough to engage yourself or to entertain yourself as compared to what other people are doing in that time frame. Mm. There's been a whole term that's coined for it that's called FOMO, right? Like yeah. it's fear, fear of missing, of missing out. out. Yeah. Yeah. So it's it's basically anxiety related to an exciting or an you know or an interesting event that is happening in mm. someone else's life elsewhere and you are not able to be a part of it True. okay yes. imagine how complex this kind of a comparison can be because exactly. it's not only fomo it leads me to the second point that i was going to mention mm. is there is such a lot of distortion of reality here yes. right there is an ideal life and then there is a real life. Now, right. ideal life is what is projected on social media. Unfortunately, the mm. comparison of that ideal life is to your real life. Your life. In, yeah, in, in this context. Now, that is where you delineate from what is real. And that is where the problem begins. That's so insightful. I mean, you know, the way you put it is... I knew this, but the way you kind of put it out there, it's it's very insightful. I just, something just clicked in me and I was like, yeah, that's that makes a lot of sense. Very, yeah, so, it's, it's very... You know, uh, I think the idea is to, uh, not that I thought of it in this way, but when mm. I am trying to academically put these mm. kinds of, the kinds of emotions or experiences people have when they expose themselves, I'm trying to look at it from an academic point of view, where I'm trying to see what really happens that leads to so many cases of anxiety and depression? Like, you know, that mm. I've worked in the field and I've seen so many preteens and teenagers being affected by it these days. Now, anxiety oh, and depression crazy. was an unheard concept in this age group a couple of years back, right? Yes, but yeah. now with the exposure that they have, there is so much comparison constantly that, you know, the, the cases of anxiety and depression are rising alarmingly. No, that's very true. Like you mentioned, you know, that uh, the preteens and teens. Yeah. I mean, we used to just, 
even for us back in school we never had this i mean we were also introduced very later on in life like probably after 12th when social media actually kicked in so nowadays i see 8th graders 9th graders being so anxious and kind of you know uh, having panic attacks for that matter and oh, yeah yes it's it's so sad and scary at the same time it is very sad and scary you, you imagine you go out to eat an ice cream you will upload that huh. you go out with a bunch of friends you will upload that i'm not saying that's wrong but at that age group i thought there was an age barrier for being on social on media, social media. right yes. i do not think that exists anymore because it's so easy to fake your age what is what are they trying what what are they trying to evaluate how will they evaluate how old you are exactly right? they just change you their just date put of a birth. different birth date yeah and you're fine yeah so that is where lack of understanding uh, mm. because it's pre teen so you your prefrontal cortex is still evolving and so your ability to make rational decisions is still evolving at that age when you're exposed to stuff like this it's very difficult for you to tell yourself that oh but i am okay you know there's nothing wrong with my life even though it's different as compared to what someone else is doing exactly you know? so that yeah. is where the problem lies the third important thing that i would want to mention here is that there's a center in your brain that uh, is related to reward and appreciation okay. yes like pleasure reward um it it leads to the secretion of a neurotransmitter called dopamine i'm sure you we've studied that in uh, yeah. normal psychology to recollect right yes. it's the same neurotransmitter that is responsible for um uh, drug addiction okay. so the moment you consume or you consume a specific quantity it results in the secretion of dopamine right okay. that makes you feel pleasure or that makes you feel re- reward or you know any of those positive um reinforcers mm-hmm. same is the case with social media so for example we'll take the a situation where you've posted something okay yeah. and yeah. you get x number of likes and people yeah. comment you know favorably towards it it's going to make you feel applauded yeah basically and who doesn't like appreciation we all like appreciation so right. there's a sort of treadmill a mm. hedonistic treadmill as we call it of appreciation that's going on here yeah. so you get so used to being appreciated that when there is a lull where there is mm. some you know you don't have anything to upload or you uh, there's nothing happening that you're doing mm. it leads to a downward downfall. yeah there, there's a downfall where mm. you feel oh now you know i'm not feeling this way and so how do i make myself feel this way and then you that is when you start posting things that are very in my opinion very mundane where people mm-hmm. but this is entirely my opinion it everyone is free to upload and do whatever they want on social media but when i see something very mundane i'm like why does why do people other people need to know this mm-hmm. you know but that's how it functions and that's the basis of comparison and that's how other people you know measure the measure their lives and their standings as compared okay. to how what is uploaded the cl- classic example was covid right mm. people had so much time in hand that and everyone was home so then what started happening was you upload that now i am home workouting now i am <laughs> i cooked this. a very nice dish everyone suddenly became a baker right everyone was uploading pictures about the cakes that they bake and the breads that they bake it's great it's 
you know I that, that was that was a pro no of social media because it worked yes. in our favor yeah yeah it worked in our favor also i think people found so many activities that they didn't do otherwise huh. but what i'm trying to point out is when you try to put up small nuances like walk, i'm taking a walk in the garden yes okay that's yeah. great but <laughs> you know it's not that people need to know it the point that i'm trying to make is when you had nowhere to go and you know no one to meet hmm. you started you wanted to post something so yeah. you started posting things that were a part of your reality context that's, at that point that's very true it's a vicious cycle and i think that brings me to the point of val- seeking validation i think yes. uh, our generation the present generation is constantly trying to seek validation through uh, social media like like you said put up a post if if people like the way i'm looking only then am i looking good and right that shouldn't be the way it is but unfortunately it's come down to that point and i guess that's why we're seeing an increase in the cases of anxiety and funnily um, my parents generation think ki hamare generation mein bhi uh, the anxiety cases have increased which they hadn't seen back when they were younger so right it's alarming i mean it's something that should be addressed and worked upon i don't know right now it needs attention like immediate attention yes you know i think uh, you made a very important point about seeking validation so hmm. like i was mentioning before you know you measure your um, efficacy or your um, goodness with the number of likes that you receive so the moment right. you have so it's that circle of post then receive a reward feel good mm. and then there is a lull and so you find something to post so it kind of goes on and on and on and that's you know when people like it it's you're you're validated so mm. you that's how the cycle keeps going on true our parents generation is interesting because they're new to this whole ocean of social media so now they're trying to adapt and experience it mm. at a whole different age with a whole different perspective okay. so it's very interesting to see how what social media means to them versus what <laughs> social media means to us what us, we yeah. are doing with social media versus what they're doing with social media is very interesting because it's very different in right. my opinion because i have also seen my parents you know when they're new to it and how they're you know they spend time because they're still trying to adapt to like oh there are things you can do with your picture also before you post it it's it's an interesting thing but let's stick to hmm. you know what we're i mean the the point of this conversation exactly and what i think, think what do you think about this that's what ma'am i think um, like i said it's so alarming that i believe it should kind of be addressed at a school level now i think um, it should be introduced in our curriculum where um, children should be taught how to kind of uh, maintain the balance between social media and the real life and it's so sad because we didn't have to study all this but i think the current generation needs to kind of work on that i mean what do you think since you have been in academics and yeah what is your take on this i think um, the needs to be addressed are ever evolving right when we were growing up uh, the need Absolutely. of the hour was drug addiction and alcohol abuse and you know schools and school authorities felt like those are the needs of the hour and that they need to be addressed Correct. sexuality was another thing you know mm-hmm. because uh, sex education was 
it was always there but yeah. with changing generations questions changed realities changed and so there was a need to address that because there was so much newness in it mm-hmm. right like this whole lgbt uh, 2q q2 plus Community. that came about yeah. now the yeah. whole understanding of sexuality changed point yeah. the point that i'm trying to make is that i think that you've made a very important um uh, observation here that schools need to address it because now along with drugs and alcohol because that is still there yeah it still continues yeah we need to also address this issue of so- social media children take to social media much much sooner than was anticipated right they mm-hmm. were the anticipation was maybe somewhere around grade 11 and 12 is when you kind of project your life on social media True. now i think children as young as grade 4 and 5 also engage in social media so the prudent use of this device hmm. is uh is very important to address at a school level absolutely and i think um, that is where we could help like the um, current generation to kind of balance their uh, social media use but uh, how do you kind of manage it ma'am and what do you think uh, the people today who are already you know the adults young adults what, what do you think they should kind of uh, do how do you manage okay. your screen time we can start with that okay that yes that is a good question because um, i don't want to sound holier than now i am not free of this uh, sort mm. of it's not an addiction but it's like um, you know how it is raksha it's very interesting uh, earlier on there were so many things to fill your time with you know yeah. we yeah. i don't think that 10 years back we were scrolling on social media as much as we are doing today right. okay today what happens is between activities in the lull time mm. that you have in between the mm. most convenient thing to do is scroll on social media because you know you it, it's a great way to fill your gap because it's an app on your phone very convenient to just open and scroll yeah right what i try to do is try to do something else in that lull time like for example hmm. um if now we 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 spend a lot of time on the screen because of work from home and stuff like that yeah. look outside the window look at greenery because that's a great soother to the eye also a great way to fill your time yeah i would also try to read a book hmm. or read something instead of looking at instagram so unfortunately reading also now has become on a tablet or an ipad or kindle it's that is also digitalized now yeah so trying to fill your time with anything that interests you other than looking at social media is what i would suggest yeah. it's a suggestion yeah okay it's not necessarily true but yeah. any way you're looking at social media in the rest of the day couple of times a day hmm. you would rather do some other activity like listen to music read a book Yeah. do some meditation or yoga if you have 15 20 minutes because that's a great way to you know the stress buster reduces your anxiety you know as far as your day is concerned or your activities are concerned i think those are great ways of um, filling gaps that we have which is when we are most uh, likely to use social media absolutely you, how do you manage your social media so to be very honest i am someone who is Um, party to this where i'm you know i need to consciously kind of keep a track of how much yes. i'm using it and uh, nowadays it's a little better because i'm consciously trying to take a step back 
and uh, do things that um, it's it's funny because i never had to do this before where i had to kind of consciously keep a track of these things so it's alarming right now for me because uh, yeah but it's okay it's all right i mean it's not that it can't be mended so yeah what i'm doing right now is like you said you know instead of uh, going through news on the phone i'd rather pick up the newspaper and read it so i'm just trying to do all those things now and hopefully it works and yes that is uh, impressive you pick up a newspaper and read it that's that's great yes thank you and um, yeah i think that's what no now we need to consciously keep a track of the social media usage and i'm even the phones have come up with the screen time and yeah. uh, things like that so yeah I, i think we should make use of that in our favor and yeah. how sometimes what do you I think really, uh, sorry, sorry. Yeah. Uh, um sometimes i really feel like pehle hum kya karte the like what did we do when we didn't have social media i mean what what did our day cons- you know comprise of i often wonder how we f- i'm sure we had these lulls at that time as well what did we do is you know there's there are times when i'm tr- i try to think about that and yeah. i try to fall back on those things that i did when i didn't have uh, you know this kind of connectivity and this kind of ease and convenience mm. uh, for social to social media so yeah. i think that also helps me because i then i remember that yes we used to sometimes we used to also draw and paint when huh. we had time or we used to write you know some thoughts that come to our mind or anything so no, there was no like we that. knew we knew how to amuse ourselves sorry i cut you off exactly but that yeah. oh that's that's a very nice point that you made we knew how to amuse ourselves yeah. and there was itna need to project to people uh-huh. how your life is i don't think this need was so high at yeah. that time absolutely and uh, ma'am what do you think um, is the ideal time i mean not ideal time but how much time do you think should be ideally spent on social media in a day according to you that's a very difficult question because that can call for a lot of um, argument but um, it depends on what you're doing on social media in my opinion if you're just mm-hmm. like scrolling and you know just bothered about you just want to look at what other people are doing then i think yeah. anything more than 45 minutes to an hour is a lot in my yeah. opinion true It's, like you uh, said it depends on what you're doing on it right? yeah, of course you know if you're like a content writer or if you're you know if your profession involves being on social media because that's what you do then that's a whole different world that we are talking about but if you're just a you know if you're just doing it for looking at what other people are doing then i think that in fact 45 minutes to an hour also is a lot because yeah. it's a huge chunk of your day but having said that you know let's be real it yeah. could take up an hour of your time it's fine that's true and i think yeah i i think that's that what do you what do you think what is your opinion on how long you should be on social media uh be honest okay <laughs> i think uh that's what right now i'm also someone who's actively working on social media through my page so i'm kind of but i see that as my work and no, but that so that's what i'm saying that that uh, is very different because you're trying to project content yeah. and you're trying to work on it so that's going to be time consuming yeah, but the scrolling scrolling part i honestly like side by you with it about not more than 45 minutes but i'm not doing that so i should start doing that now yeah take uh, yeah. it's like no that's that's my take away and Oh, I definitely should start doing it, and I will. I'm giving. You yeah. know, I'm I'm just intrigued. Um, 
about something and I'm going to ask you that. Yes, I've um, recently, I've seen a lot of people go on a social media detox yes. of social media. Yeah. Do you think that works? I'm just, I'm just very intrigued to know. What do you think? I think, to be very honest, in my opinion, um, going on a detox and then coming back and kind of falling back into the same routine of staying hours on social media wouldn't work. It doesn't work for me because I'm just doing the same thing. Um, but yeah, if it works for someone, good enough. If they kind of cut back on the time once they're back, fair. But I don't think it would work for me because I think uh, it's kind of avoiding it and then coming back. Exactly. It's escaping from, yeah, probably. I thought I was the only, uh, among the only few people who thought that, you know, just like any other detox, yeah. this detox yeah. also, I mean, th this is entirely my opinion and the way I see it, yes. that when you go yeah. off something completely and then when you come back, you're going to do the same thing, mm. then that detox did not help just help. like it is for dieting right like you go on a diet and then after like a month you come back and just Binge eat eating. everything that you can lay your hands on then it's not done any good to you exactly so yes if you can go on a detox but then come back and just kind of monitor it hmm. you know anything in in uh, moderation, moderation is good yeah yes. so i think just like that even social media i think if, in moderation if used i think it's good you know because like Absolutely. we've not spoken about the positive effects but it's a great way to connect to people that yeah. you know you are not connected to over the phone it's a great way of knowing what people are doing there's a lot that you can you know you learn about the world yes. by being exposed to it because I mean everything is available on the phone now and yeah you know that there, there is a lot of good that you can uh, expose no, yourself no to no as no well. Yes, absolutely. And thanks to social media, we could stay in touch. And we're doing this oh, today. Yes, we're doing the podcast. So, yeah. I mean, absolutely. Um, but uh, thank you so much, ma'am. It's been such an insightful conversation as usual with you. And uh, you're so full of ideas. You've always been like that. And uh, personally, it's always so therapeutic for me to talk to you. And thank you so much for giving me your time. And thank you so much for doing this once again. Oh, no, absolutely. It's uh, entirely my pleasure. So please don't thank me. This is, um, it's a great forum for me also to share my ideas because um, this is my first as well. I have not done this before. So I'm, um, I'm glad that you approached uh, me with this idea. Yes. And uh, yes. considering that we're in different time zones, I think we've done a very good job. Yes. And uh, I mean, to whoever's watching this, we took we finally made it because we've been discussing this for some time now and yay kudos to us thank you so much um, i hope uh, we do many more of these yes, in the future i'm looking forward to it and i would love to thank you thank once you. again for everyone who's watching and listening and stay tuned for another episode with anushree ma'am <laughs> thank you thank you